Greetings, everyone. A very warm welcome to another edition of the HubDo podcast, where we talk with software vendors, subject matter specialists, and end users who share real stories of how to do more on HubSpot. I'm your host, Pete Nichols. I'm coming to you from Copenhagen in Denmark. I'm joined today by Billy McDonald. Billy, a very good day to you. Where are you joining us from today? Hey, Pete. It's nice to meet you. Um, I am located in Situate, Massachusetts, which is about an hour outside of uh, Boston. Great. I was in Boston for Inbound uh, not so long back for the, the big event. It was great to be back, and it's uh, just a beautiful part of the world. For our listeners, Billy McDonald has spent over 12 years working in customer success at multiple SaaS companies, including HubSpot, Databox, and Clavio. You're passionate about helping customers generate tangible value from software, Billy, and representing the voice of the customer within the organizational decisions that relate to that. And uh, I understand you also enjoy helping customer success professionals to develop new skills and gain more knowledge in order to grow their careers. And you're vice president of customer success at Databox. So welcome to the show, Billy. Yeah, thanks, Pete. And uh, like you were saying just a second ago, I genuinely believe that you know the best way to grow a business is by focusing on the customers, you know what their needs are, and really making sure that they're at the forefront of any discussion you're having on what you can do better uh, as a business to support them. So I think uh, something I certainly learned at HubSpot, my time there, uh, was a really big focus, and been able to bring to a couple other companies now. Yeah. I'm going to run something by you, actually. It's a phrase that I've used a lot, and you might dismiss it completely, but given we're talking about Databox and dashboards today, uh, I've generally said many times, you can't manage what you can't measure. What's your view on that? Yeah, no, I, I think uh, that's absolutely uh, the case. You know, um, you know, obviously, there's a balance there in terms of how much information you're trying to collect and what that means in terms of uh, what the team needs to do to gather that information. But ultimately, if you're deciding to invest your resources into a particular program or initiative, you need to understand what it is you're trying to accomplish. You need to measure the different outputs and outcomes of that work uh, to understand if you're achieving that objective and if it's successful and helping your customers. So absolutely, you know, I couldn't agree more with that uh, statement. That's a great point. The uh, outcomes and outputs, uh, because today we're talking Databox, and for folks who maybe don't know the platform, uh, Databox was recently rated by G2 as one of the top 30 HubSpot apps on the HubSpot app marketplace. It was uh, rated as a favorite for KPI and analytics dashboards, which is really the Databox thing. And uh, and there was a recent Databox survey uh, about setting goals where you talked about output goals, outcome goals, and quality goals. Now, I've got one I want to ask you about, Billy, because I did a little bit of digging. Uh, that um, So you went to St. Alson College? That, yep, that's correct. I went to uh, St. Anselm College in Manchester, New Hampshire. So we're going back to 2007 now, Billy, because uh, I, I found a dashboard with some output comes and outputs on there. So I understand when you were in the soccer, as I would call football team, that the dashboard says that you played five games. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, my sophomore year, I got hurt my junior year, which explains a little bit of uh, the, the lack of playing time then. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I started a number of games my sophomore year. Yep. 
So your output was five games. And then your outcome, it looks like you scored one goal. Uh, yeah, that's right. It was actually the, the first game that I played. And uh, funny enough, within about three minutes of getting on the field. Now, granted, we were up by four. It was late in the game. Uh, I think it was my freshman year, begging uh, coach to let us in, or at least, you know, some of the guys that hadn't played much that season. And I think on my second or third touch, uh, I put one in the back of the net, but uh, wasn't as successful. Uh, didn't have that many great <laughs> outcomes after that. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it was a really uh, great experience getting to continue to play soccer in college. And uh, yeah, I had a wonderful time uh, up at St. Dave's. A great outcome. Uh, maybe peaked early in uh in the lifelong football career billy well uh, but the, yeah. it's on a dashboard it's a statistic it's an outcome uh and uh and some outputs for the the games that you've played so uh billy i'm delighted to have you on the show and to include databox on the hubdo marketplace because that's how we can help more people to do more on hubspot so let's get into the topic for today uh, our topic is how to analyze your team's performance with databox and hubspot Team performance. Okay, so let's uh, let's dive into that topic. What types of customers, Billy, are an ideal fit for DataBox, and maybe who isn't a fit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, the businesses that we're able to help uh, most are those that are using multiple pieces of software to run their business, and oftentimes the challenge that they face is all of that data is in different places, and it makes it really difficult to analyze what's going on, and also connect certain metrics that are related um, and across data sources in a way that you can understand how they're correlating or uh, causing different outputs or outcomes. What we really help customers with is being able to bring all of that data into one place so that they can analyze and visualize it in a way that helps them understand how those different metrics um, and their performance is uh, correlated to uh, the different initiatives and programs that they're running. And so, uh, as part of that, we also have a, a focus on helping marketing agencies that are delivering marketing and sales services to their clients and need to be able to put together dashboards and reports using data, again, from multiple data sources that helps those clients understand what it is that they're working on and the results that they're helping them to achieve. Uh, so really, any business that has lots of data stored in multiple places, uh, we're trying to help consolidate that into one tool. Um, so they can do all of their analysis and reporting in one place. Do you come across situations where you look at a, a customer or an agency and say, well, actually, Dataprox probably isn't going to add a lot of value in this scenario? Anything come to mind? Yeah, you know, I think uh, for those agencies or businesses that are really relying on just one data source uh, or a small set of uh, data sources, we're not going to be as helpful because... Um, in that case, you can log into the source itself to uh, view the data. You may not be able to do all of the things that uh, we can help you with, but that you know, core fundamental way in which we assist businesses in terms of bringing that data into one place uh, is not as valuable if you have a smaller number of data sources that you're using. So uh, nowadays, uh, most businesses are using uh, many pieces of software. I, I believe that we've uh, run some reports on this and uh, the number has grown year over year. Uh, makes sense. There's lots of great SaaS products being built uh, every year. So um, really any business, again, that is struggling with being able to get a handle on 
all of their data because it's stored in one place. And, you know, they'll really lack the visibility into the performance to make decisions on what they can do better. Yeah, I'd love to see a business now that just gets all their information from one source. It's just there's so many SaaS products <laughs> and they're all interconnected and uh, just seems to right. be increasing. So given your customer success focus for many years and, and uh, now at, at Databox, specifically around these statistics and dashboards, Billy, what kind of ugly situations do you find people in to get started? What kind of mistakes are they making that you need to take them from to get them to where they want to go? Where does it start? Yeah, um, you know, I think uh, at a really basic and fundamental level, uh, oftentimes, you know, we talk to businesses that really don't understand what metrics they should be tracking and looking at as part of understanding uh, how their team is performing. And so that, you know, really is something that we start with oftentimes is, you know, helping our uh, prospects and customers determine what are those metrics that they should be tracking related, again, to the different teams that they have in place or uh, the programs that they're running. And then once we've determined what are the metrics that uh, they need to track, that's when we start to discuss, well, how do you want to be able to analyze that data? You know, what's going to help you understand and tell the story of what's going on with that metric, given, you know, the context you have from the outputs that are uh, contributing to to that metric. So from there is where we can assist and again, building out different dashboards using uh, certain visualizations that help tell that story um, and then allow you to share the data in a way that others can understand what's going on. Can you think of an example um, recent times, Billy, of someone who uh, was in that situation where they weren't quite sure what to track and then you helped them determine some key metrics. So give us a clue of the, the sorts of things that they really did need to track. And uh, how did it go on from there? You know, I was uh, talking with a member of my team and uh, we have uh, something that we have a call called a call review that we run uh, every other week. And uh, what happens there is the entire sales team will listen to a call um, of uh, uh, one of the other reps and a prospect that they met with to learn a little bit more about um, you know, what their use case was and provide feedback to the rep on, you know, how they could have uh, run the call better or different ideas on how they can help that prospect with next steps. And something that came up recently, uh, this is a smaller SaaS company that's using Databox and they were having challenges with determining how to uh, plan for the headcount of their sales team. So uh, they are relatively small. And so, <clears throat> you know, moving and hiring another sales rep was a big decision for them. And they wanted to make sure that they had enough leads and opportunities and ultimately deals. Uh, they, were, they were using HubSpot. So, uh, you know, the, uh, the record there that uh, signifies, you know, a good opportunity would be the, the deal. And so they wanted to make sure they had enough deals to support uh, that rep. And so what we were able to do uh, using our data calculations functionality is help them create a bunch of metrics that uh, gave them insight into what the average deal size was, how many deals they were creating over time, what was the close rate on those deals historically. And then from that data, they were able to determine how many more deals they needed to create per month to support an additional rep uh, joining the team. We were able to bring that all together on one dashboard. They were able to use it uh, in different internal meetings, really advocating for making that additional hire because they had been successful and 
uh, creating more deals recently. So um, that's just one example of, you know, something that we helped uh, uh, prospect with recently was, you know, figuring out how to actually create the metrics and get the data that they needed to understand exactly how many deals each rep needed to be supported in terms of achieving their uh, targets and really making sure that they were not overstaffed and cutting into all the other opportunities that uh, could be just distributed to the other reps already on the team. It's a good example because we've titled this session, how to analyze your team's performance. So listening to the call as a group to understand performance, but, but then looking to the data of uh, at what point do you need to add a new rep? I mean, it, it sounds fairly simple then to decide, oh, look, we, sh- we should be measuring something that's going to tell us uh, when we need to add more reps. But uh, what's the real challenge that you then need to solve? Once you know you want to do this measurement, uh, is the data just laying there waiting to be picked up or you, what needs to happen? Yeah, so oftentimes, you know, the data is there, but it's stored in different metrics that are not connected to each other or working with each other. So in this case, uh, again, as I mentioned, we're able to use uh, a tool that we provide called data calculations. It's a feature within the core uh, data box software that basically allows you to uh, take multiple metrics, put them in the form of an equation um, to produce a unique metric. So in this case, Uh, For example, one of the things that we did after we had determined the average deal size, we just took the count of deals that were closed and the amount of revenue generated from those deals. We then were able to create a separate calculated metric that um, divided what each rep's target was by the average deal size. And that helps us know how many deals they need to close each month in order to achieve their target. From there, we looked at what's the historical close rate been on deals over the last six months? And this particular company has seen some fluctuation in the close rate. There's some seasonality to it. And so we needed to look at that over time, which was really helpful just to see what the trend was and really, you know, prove out the accuracy of the more recent close rate data. Uh, But that close rate data allowed us to understand and help that uh, business determine how many deals do we need to create based off of historical close rates to, again, support an additional rep joining, assuming that their uh, performance is on par with other reps that are currently on the team. The big challenge was the data was all there, but they couldn't um, put the data together in a way that gave them that level of insight into the averages and the uh, close rate in a way that really helped them uh, be more confident in the decision to add another rep. In the past, they would add a rep, see how it went, <laughs> see if each of the other reps on the team were able to sustain the performance that they ha- had previously. And, and there were some issues with that strategy uh, because they lacked some of the insight that we were able to um, help them get. But that an- analysis of the team's performance, what are the top of mind metrics that you typically turn to, Billy, when you're talking team performance, uh, what what businesses can use effectively to, to manage that team performance? Yeah. Um, so we were talking earlier about uh, outputs versus outcomes. And so uh, at Databox, we 
consider outputs to be more of the productivity metrics. You know, what are the actions that you're taking to engage with more prospects or meet with more prospects? And the outcomes is uh, the revenue generated uh, from those prospects. And, you know, to me, going back to what I said earlier, that is a signal that this prospect had a great experience and actually was able to get value from the Databox software prior to making a purchasing decision. So we really emphasize uh, the usage of uh, a paid trial and are very generous with the amount of time that we provide because we want our prospects to be confident and have completed a full setup and evaluation before purchasing. We, Although we offer a month-to-month subscription, we, of course, don't want our customers signing up only planning to use the software for a month. We want them to be you know, committed long-term because they have a great plan in place to uh, improve their uh, reporting process. So um, in terms of the um, metrics that I think are most important for a lot of sales organizations is how often are you meeting with those prospects? Because it's a sign or an indication of how much value you're able to provide uh, to them. You know, a prospect isn't going to meet with a sales rep a second or a third or a fourth time if they didn't get value on that initial call. And so um, I think keeping track of how many calls your sales team is logging and what that looks like on average, and also looking more deeply at those reps with more calls and going one level uh, deeper to understand how many of the calls that they're conducting are second, third, fourth calls with the same prospect? In other words, how deep are they going with the prospects that they're meeting with? Um, really gives a good uh, indication of how great of a job that they're doing on that initial discovery call and whether or not that prospect feels that the rep under, uh, believes that the rep understands what their challenges are and are in a position to help them. So. The calls logged, uh, I think, is a, a crucial metric. It's one that I've used to track the performance of really every team I've ever uh, led, dating back to uh, my time at HubSpot. Um, the other thing that I think is uh, really important to, to track is really the amount of assist- assistance that you're offering them outside of the call. So for many businesses, that might be uh, measured in the form of uh, email activity, but Something that we've seen a lot of other companies uh, start to do, uh, and we've recommended this to many other businesses as it's a uh, part of our strategy, is um, really offering to assist with whatever setup or implementation is required to adopt that product and service. You know, really trying to remove barriers to completing that setup and eliminating friction so that people can really experience the value of the software without struggling with the setup component. So uh, we regularly recommend that our um, customers start to track those activities that are reflective of the reps on their team actually assisting people with whatever product uh, that they're offering or, you know, having uh, really concrete data on the delivery of any services that they're, uh, they've offered. So from a sales rep's point of view, uh, measuring the activity rate, but then also taking it right through into the support type of activity rate, uh, which is maybe beyond the pre-sales stage is uh, more aligned to, to customer success. The ability to, to pull this together from multiple sources, Billy, the, the customers and people who are listening to this podcast probably have HubSpot 
and of course it, it has a reporting dashboard of sorts. So how far do you see people can take HubSpot's own reporting and uh, at, at what point really does adding Databox, Databox create best value? Yeah, uh, so you know, HubSpot also has a, a great set of uh, reporting tools within their software, and I think it's an area that they've improved quite a bit over the years. Um, and really, it's those businesses that are using HubSpot and other software platforms that are going to be a better fit for DataBox because, again, uh, the real value, at least um, at a basic level, is being able to bring all of that data into one place and then you know manipulate it and track in different ways that helps you understand exactly how those metrics are relating to each other. So as an example of that, uh, there was a, a customer that we uh, were helping recently, one of our CSMs um, had met with them and they use Intercom for chat. And so... Um, as part of that, they wanted to understand how those chats that they were handling were leading to uh, deals being created in HubSpot. And within HubSpot, as you know, you can create uh, different properties where the rep can input what was the channel for that deal. And so what they were able to do is um, on the deal record, whenever a new deal is created, uh, they required that the person would complete whatever the channel was. And one of the options was chat. And so uh, ultimately what we helped them set up was a funnel visualization, uh, which started with the chat and then looked at the number of deals created from chat. And then uh, furthermore, the number of deals that were closed from chat. And it really helped that business to understand uh, how effective they were at taking an already engaged user or, or prospect in this case, um, have a high quality chat with them to the point uh, where they would go on and book a meeting with the sales team. That was the um, criteria for creating a deal in their case. And so what was really helpful was being able to see the conversion rate from step to step and also what the overall volume of deals uh, were created from chat and, and how many were ultimately closed. It gave them a lot of insight into uh, whether or not that was an effective channel for them and what opportunity existed to actually increase the number of chats that they were getting because it turned out in their case that uh, they were creating a lot of deals as a result of it and those deals tended to close at a higher rate and so uh, after we helped put together the dashboard and um, could analyze that data uh, we talked about different strategies that they could implement to actually increase the number of users that were uh, starting a chat so analyzing team performance across multiple tools, which you wouldn't be able to see if you only use the reporting that is sitting isolated in each tool, because you have no ability to bring all of that together in the way that you've described, Billy. Yeah, exactly. In this case, it was critical to understand uh, the number of chats started, which was a metric that was stored um, in Intercom. And so it wouldn't be possible to visualize the data in the same way where you're as part of the top of the funnel, recognizing um, the chat from Intercom as the as the starting point. So um, there's lots of other examples of that where, you know, depending on like, the campaign or really the process that you're taking users through, the steps are executed in different tools. And so what we help a lot of our users with is being able to measure step by step across um, different metrics and, and data sources that they're using to you know actually execute on those uh, those programs that they're running. Really good examples of ma managing and, and measuring team performance, Billy. So 
Uh, I think for this episode, uh, if somebody is already grappling with bringing in information from multiple sources and trying to make sense of that, it sounds like a fairly typical engagement then, Billy, for a, a company that really wants to measure the team performance for growth is that you can help them define what to measure, decide on on that, and then identify the sources and pull that together and, and build that dashboard. In some cases, before they even go into a Databox subscription, they've they've got that view right away. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that we do for a lot of our uh, prospective customers is help them build those initial set of dashboards. You know, we heavily emphasize the different templates that we offer as a starting point. What a lot of our uh, new users are a bit unaware of is that they can actually create a dashboard from scratch. Um, and there's a little bit of a learning curve to understanding, you know, how to uh, drag and drop the different visualizations, how to choose the metric. But uh, again, one of the services that we offer and promote is uh, setting up those initial dashboards and we'll collect some information on their use case, create something, share it with them, get some feedback, make some edits, and then recommend uh, additional ways that we can help them. Um, to expand their usage and, and create more dashboards. But uh, yeah, uh, like you said, anybody that is struggling with having data in multiple places, you're having to log in and out of different tools, and you really just can't understand and analyze the data in a meaningful way, those, those are the businesses that I think we can really help. So thanks for sharing some really good examples, Billy. Sometimes it's tough to get the real stories out on this show, but you've been at this for for quite some time and a passion for customer success and helping people even with their careers in customer success. Uh, what would be a, a valuable tip perhaps that you could pass on to somebody who uh, is, is going to look into this further, having listened to this show? What's your, um, what's your top tip for the day? My top tip for the day is in order to be really effective in changing the culture of your team and really getting at what's most important with driving customer success. You need to look at both the data, but also talk with customers and listen to what they're saying on the calls that your team is having with them. So uh, I've shared this on other podcasts or webinars that I've been a part of, but uh, you know, without that context and understanding of the challenges that your customers are facing and really hearing it from them directly, it's, makes it that much more challenging to pull those key insights out of the data to understand what you can do differently to uh, help more and more users or customers be successful. So I would encourage you know any CS leader, if you're not listening to calls, if you don't have programs in place that surface uh, the feedback and ideas and challenges that your uh, customers are facing, that should be your number one priority. And it, it can be difficult at times to really commit to doing it when you have all sorts of other things that uh, you could be doing or being brought to your attention, but listening to calls, uh, surfacing that feedback to the rest of the team uh, is critical in my mind. And something that we uh, did here at Databox, I think uh, was really cool and impactful for us. Uh, we developed a program called Customer Insights where Actually, each member of our sales onboarding and account management team uh, is required to share snippets of calls that they're conducting that highlight ways in which our users believe that the product can be improved, uh, things that they're stuck with, general feedback that they have in using it. And we share that with our product and marketing organization. Um, and it's contributed to the development of a, of a number of uh, 
new key features um, over the last 12 months and things that have helped our users get uh, more value out of our software. So uh, yeah, if you don't have a program like that in place, if you're not listening to calls, you should stop what you're doing and listen to a couple of calls today. I think it would be uh, extremely important as part of making sense of all the, the data that you're looking at. Databox do some really impressive things, uh, I've got to say. So th some great tips there, the Customer Insights uh, Initiative. Billy, thanks for sharing that. And uh, so I think we should uh, wrap up at this point. I'm just going to say, Billy, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you today. What's the best way for people to connect with you? Sure. Um, I'm happy to really talk with anyone that is having, again, these challenges with uh, their reporting process. So feel free to email me directly at uh, billy at databox.com. So B-I-L-L-Y at databox.com. I may refer you to a member of uh, my sales team who would be uh, really well suited and uh, equipped to assist you. Um, you can also email success at databox.com. That's our you know general uh, support mailbox. If you have something urgent that you need a response to, our, our support team will get back to you. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope to hear from some people that are looking for some help. Fantastic. So thanks so much for covering that with me, how to analyze your team's performance with Databox and HubSpot. Billy, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, it was great to meet you, Pete. Thanks for having me on. For our listeners, you can find more information about Databox on Hubdo Marketplace. Just go to marketplace.hubdo.com or click the link in the show notes. Please send us your questions so we can help you do more. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, Billy. Thank you. Thank you.